Now, you can't bet on it, but there are other things you can bet on. And you're going to want to make sure that you head over to Bet Online and get all of your wagering information and use our code, believe, B L E A V, to get yourself 50% on a welcome bonus. So your first deposit, you can get 50% extra just by using that code, B L E A V. Bet on the NBA, bet on some of the NFL action, as there are a lot of things going on in the NFL right now. And all of that can be done right there at Bet Online, where the game starts. Welcome to the game. It is officially lying season in the NFL as GMs and head coaches crowd the combine and try to talk everybody in the media into espousing all these crazy, crazy things mm-hmm. like not spending big in free agency, not sure what we're going to do at QB, says mm-hmm. Chicago. There is a lot of craziness that's going on right now. And it's somewhat easy to discern what is real and what's not real. Now, one of the things I think got us in the biggest trouble this week was Adam Peters' line about wanting a QB. He specifically, and I'm going to have to bring this up here to want to make sure because I like to be accurate, right? When I talk about these things, mm-hmm. his comment was about, he was being asked about um, Brock Purdy and what he needed to do as far mm-hmm. as, you know, having a QB here in Washington. And to me, this really felt like it was a dagger to the Howlers and Sam Howell being QB1. Um, Adam Peters says at the very end of this conversation about Brock Purdy, now I've got to find a new quarterback. Mm-hmm. A lot of people tried defending that, saying it was it's not a dagger for Sam Howell and they don't have to go uh, QB and they could do all this other stuff. And it to me it was crazy because as much as there's other things that I'm out on Adam Peters' conversations and Dan Quinn's comments and everything. And I'm not out on those two. I still believe these two are going to make wonderful strides here in Washington. I'm just not buying it is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. This is one I buy. Okay. We had just a few weeks ago, Doug Williams failed to hide the fact that Washington's going to take a QB. Right. Stop giving that man the camera and the microphone. He can't do Good Morning America for Team Reveal. He can't do anything about the draft. Don't just let the man go do what he does. Don't give that man the microphone and the camera anymore. No offense. Well, they did, and he definitely (laughs) walked into the one with the reporters where they're he pretty much says, "Yeah, QB is the is what Washington needs to go." Dan Quinn and Adam Peters did spend a lot of time after this comment trying to like backtrack and trying to mask a few things and talk. You know, even even in that same one, that's what a lot of people were like. No, you got to listen to the full context. And people kept pointing to the part where Adam Peters was like, "Oh, well, you know, I learned this from uh, uh, old boy up in Forty Niners headquarters. You know, you go for a walk because you've been in the office." And I walked with Sam Howell, and he's a great guy and everything. Okay, guys, if he's telling us how good of a person he is, mm-hmm. he's not telling us how good of a quarterback he is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> when they say, "Oh, I like what we got from this guy," and it's your QB who just finished with four wins on the year. I'm telling you, it is not. He is telling you what you need to know. You, you got to read between the lines for the love if, of goodness. If he had said, or he at least had the chance to say, but didn't is he says, but now I, I have a quarterback. He yeah. didn't say that. He said, now I have to find a quarterback. And if you don't know, 
if you have a quarterback, then you don't have a quarterback. When you hear Chicago talking about, or we're still evaluating Justin Fields and this and that, Justin Fields is not the guy. They're not going to have this, oh, we're trying to figure it out, and then all of a sudden sign him to this massive deal when they have the opportunity that they have in front of them to draft number one. He had the... He could have worded it a different way. If he knew that Sam Howell was the guy, he would have basically said, but I don't have to worry about that here in Washington or something to that effect. But he says, I, I mean, for Pete's sake, the the Giants GM came out and said, Daniel Jones is our starting quarterback. And they, they're probably lying about that too because they're rumblings about, you know, getting rid of Daniel So that was the most candid response, I think, of the whole interview by Adam Peters. It was like he was talking to like one of his old pals or something like that when they asked him a question because he was just like Brock Purdy. And then he's like, now I got to find a quarterback. That's something you say like in your inner circle or like somebody from like you've worked with previously. It was just so like off script. It just came out of his mouth naturally. So to piggyback your comments, Donor, about he had a chance to be like, yeah, but, you know, luckily we've got Sam and we've got the, all that in him. And he's, you know, our guy or we have that quarterback. But he yeah. straight up said, now I got to find another quarterback. Yeah, and that, was, they, that was really the time to be like, hey, we've got a, a great quarterback yeah, here that we can him. build around and really right. develop and kind of win football games. That's yeah. what he could have said, and he did right. not say it. And it's it's so nope. crazy because we called him out in our, our, our post about this. I said, this should be a dagger, right? This should right, be the it won't be. any Sam Howell building around Sam Howell, and it's not going to be. And people proved us right. <laughs> right. They couldn't let it go. That's all people were saying in the comments was, this isn't a dagger to hell. This is an endorsement to hell. I nearly fell out of my chair. Big, big, bad thing for me. Leon with a great one before I'm going to let Stoner talk. (laughs) Make sure the audio listeners get this one uh, from Leon. Walking Sam around Commander's Park like he's a dog about to let go. I love it. You know, he's not putting it. Sam Howe and uh, and the Howlers with that one. So, Stoner, you're trying to get a word in edgewise, and I wasn't allowing it. Uh, but what he also said at the beginning was, it's kind of on a tangent there with the Brock Purdy, Purdy thing, is something that was really satisfying to me, is he was basically saying, we didn't, we didn't draft Brock Purdy in the seventh round because we thought he was the savior of our franchise. We drafted him just because we liked what we saw on the tape, but we had no idea he was going to be the type of player that he's turned out to be. And that just kind of just shows you when it relates to Sam Howell, it's the same thing. Nobody thought that Sam Howell was even going to be as good as he was over the course of 17 games. And there was a block there where we thought he was very good. But when you draft guys in that round, you're just you're just you're doing you're throwing darts at a board and hoping mm-hmm. that these guys will somehow contribute. Yeah. But he knew it. They he he knew that Brock Purdy was a, a dartboard throw. Sure. And had He's, no idea because it doesn't happen with quarterbacks in the seventh round. Yeah, he said as much, right? Eight. He's like, if we knew he was gonna be that good, they would have taken him sooner. Right, okay. Exactly. He he right. told us. He just straight up was just like, Yeah, there was no way we would have waited to take our QB of the future and Brock Purdy mm-hmm. 
as Mr. Irrelevant if they thought he was going to be anything close to what he was. Absolutely. So it, it is going to be a very interesting thing here. Code Talker, by the way, has two things for the panel. We're going to have a little grab bag session. So Code Talker, keep those coming in. If you have questions for us, you want us to answer, please let us know. We'll make sure we get to them at the end here. Right now, we're talking about lying season. Mm. It is the don't sleep lying season. You can head over to don'tsleepenergy.com. Use the code DISTRICT. Get yourself 10% off your entire order. Whether or not that's energy drinks, energy shots, or some of their fine merchandise, that is all great because it is a local DMV company that you're buying from good people, good products over there at Don't Sleep Energy. It makes you great. Let's move on from the Sam Howell comments that Adam Peters liked uh, or said, even though, JG, I did want to get back to this one. This was another comment that a lot of people were saying. They're discounting it because to Peters, Adam Peters, Sam Howell's a new QB. I think we've answered it quite extensively that he he wouldn't have said the things he said if he yeah. were supporting Sam House. So again, moving yeah. on from that one, we got Polly in the house, Outlaw King here. Uh, sounds like we're going bargain bin shopping for free agency. This is the other one. This is the one I'm out on, gentlemen. Okay. As far as a comment coming from Adam Peters, he says that Washington isn't going to spend big. He's got on Creighton Danny, and he talked about this. Do you buy or do you not buy the comments coming from Adam Peters regarding shopping and free agency? Both. I can no, definitely not. see him. Don't get off the fence, no, Trent. No, get I'm, off the fence. You can't tell me how to form my – Nathan lives on the fence. I can't sit on the fence for this one time. Uh, I can't Nathan sit on lives. it. He totally lives there. He pulled you yeah. up so that you could. Uh, yeah, he did. <laughs> Both because I can definitely see Adam Peters spending money on mid-level tier guys that are good, but not elite. Mm-hmm. And it works for us because there'll be an upgrade from what we've had in the past. I don't know how many years. But then I'm also like, no, I don't believe it because we got all this money. We got high draft. We got everything is set up for us to to spend whether it's draft capital or or free agency money we're going to spend big if we might not spend it all on like a whole bunch of guys but we're going to make like at least two huge splash signings i mean we have to i think we just have to but um so yeah i'm I'm both no because you kind of have to say that you don't want to let other teams know or like whatever like yeah we plan on spending a lot of money then that gets everybody else on alert like well we how much money do we have because we could you know but then also you're, you're going to lie because I mean, you're going to tell the truth because I feel Adam Peters is the kind of guy that is no BS. He's very blunt, very forward, very direct. I mean, he just got done saying, now we got to find another quarterback. And he's been here for, what, two months? So yeah, that's why I say both, Stoner, because, yeah, you don't want to give up your secrets on how you're going to spin, but also no, because you could be actually truthful because that's the kind of vibe you give, they've given us so far. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be like in years past where they're giving out a whole bunch of big old contracts you know, three minutes the after Albert the agency Hainsworth. starts, right? I, I don't think it's going right. to be like that because, mm-hmm. you, you know, it's an overused cliche that we use about Washington now, but you have adults in the building now, right? Mm-hmm. You have people making yeah. decisions not based on, you know, somebody that they watched a highlight film. It's not the three of us mm-hmm. making these decisions where we're like, T. Higgins, cool, give him a whole bunch of money and bring him <laughs> here. That's the way it right. used to be. Now it's a measured approach. Now it's a formula. Now it's analytics. 
let's not discount when we talk about all these people in the front office and the roles they're playing. Let's not discount the Eugene Shen role that he's playing in determining how you're going to put this team together. It's not going to be willy-nilly a bunch of guys on a on a whiteboard writing down names and saying, hey, let's see if we can get this guy. It's going to be we're going to spend this much percentage on a defensive end or on a right tackle or whatever right. it's going to be, and they've got to find somebody who fits that. And it's not going to be we're going to uh, go out and sign a guy and then put him in there. Okay, now how much money do we have left? It's not going to be like that. It's going to be very analytical, a lot different than what we're used to. And so I don't think they're going to have those big-time free agents. But they're also – I don't think they're going to do this whole let's go get a um, Nick Gates to be our center, a guy who doesn't play, a bad injury history, and we're going to plug him in as our starting center. I don't think it's going to be bargain, bargain basement either no it's gonna be guys that you're gonna maybe haven't heard a lot about but are guys who analytically fit really well into what they're trying to do so i think it's gonna be a lot different than what we're used to and we're gonna get we're not gonna get the bottom guys and we're not gonna get the top guys we're gonna get a whole bunch of guys in that middle who fill out and make a team a whole lot better and at least we hope that it's gonna make the team better Yeah. One of the things I absolutely believe from Adam Peters is the fact that he mentioned this roster has holes, right? They have to build something here. There's some key positions that they like, but then there's a lot of just missing parts here in Washington. So while I, 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 they're not bargain bin shopping, okay? And I will have to say that I laughed at all the people who and I, and this is the time to put trust in our in our our GM and everything when it comes to this, right? Trust the process. But I love how many people have bought into the things as far as don't spend big in free agency and build the team and then place in a quarterback. These are all Ron Rivera things. That were, we heard yeah. four years ago, and we grew tired of during the Ron Rivera era. And now that we've got new staff and staff we believe in, right? We're like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. You don't have to do this. One of the things I'll say about the spending in free agency is I don't necessarily think that they will go for the top guys, right? We already mentioned T. Higgins and Michael Pittman are gone. Maybe they don't spend on a Mike Williams, Right, but they don't need to because we think the wide they uh, think the wide receiver room is deep. Okay, so maybe they don't go after a Brian Burns, and maybe they go after a Bryce Huff, who maybe isn't one of the top two guys, but maybe is one of those guys who they couldn't potentially use with this team. But it's not going to be the guys who you're looking at like an Andrew Wiley. Like you're like, did you really just sign this guy? Like you're not going to see a Nick Gates who nobody was just like, oh, yeah, this is the guy we need here in Washington, all right? So you would that, love to have a guy like him with his attitude. Oh, yeah. But he's got to have a better skill set than what Nick Gates has. If, if <laughs> the NFL was like the NHL where you bring in, you can swap out a line oh. and just have a bruising line just to beat up other we guys. Rings. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, br- absolutely rings. keep a guy around like Nick Gates because he just he, – he, uh, who was the – Ricky Incognito was yeah. another one. 
Yes. Uh, you're on mute. Richie Incognito. Yes. Richie, Richie, not Ricky. Yeah. Richie, in yeah, uh, Richie. Incognito. As another one who was just like, he was just kind of an average player, but he just liked to pick fights. He was yeah. a dirty player, was but dirty he, player. he was, he, it's, you need a couple of those guys on the roster who are just going to get in other guys' faces. Mm -hmm. The, I, I think what will be most telling, and this is what I was originally trying to get to with the free agency spending is if they are signing their own players, mm. that is a big sign of how things are going to change with this regime. Right. Signing right. a Cam Curl, signing an Antonio Gibson or a Curtis Samuel will mm -hmm. speak volumes to what they want to do with this team. And I think that's going to go a, a lot further in, in actually speaking their actions, right? The yeah. actions speaking louder than words. If they do that, if they sign sign Cam Curl, which they, Adam Peters says they are not using the franchise tag or the transition tag, mm -hmm. okay? And so if they sign Cam Curl and then they go after maybe one or two other players, a Casey Tuhill or something like, you know, one of those other guys who are free agents that Washington has, a, a, mm -hmm. a Kendall Fuller, then we know that they're not actually going to spend big on one of the yeah. top five names in free agency. Yeah. They're looking to develop the guys that they have on the roster, even if this isn't a roster that they personally built. I don't right. think analytically um, some of those guys that you mentioned, and, and those are good topics to kind of talk about whether they're going to sign Gibson, Samuel, um, Gibson, uh, Samuel, Fuller, Curl. Those are kind of your big four free agents from your own team, right? I mean, you have other guys like you mentioned, Two Hill and, James Smith Williams, Cleek Hudson. De isn't Diami? Isn't he up? Uh Diami Brown, okay. Jacoby. Diami Brown has one more year. He has one more. Okay. Um, but those guys that you kind of mentioned, I don't get a feeling that guys like that are gonna kind of be welcomed back into the fold. No. And and that includes Cam Curl, who I love and I will stand on a table for uh to resign yeah. him, but Cam Curl to me feels like a guy who's just going to go where he gets the most money. And that's, I yeah. don't think that's the kind of guy that this regime wants in place at the start. They don't want guys who are just out there to get the most money. They want guys who are out there who are going to um, buy into what they're trying to do here and building and building. And so, I, unfortunately, I don't think um, Cam Curl is going to get resigned. I don't think really any of these guys. I don't uh, need I mean, it, bro. Fuller, Curl, Gibson, Cody Barton, Hudson, Casey Tuhill, James Smith-Williams, uh, Jacoby. Gone, gone, uh, I don't think they're – I don't gone, know if like any of those. No, no Joey Sly, no, no, uh, no Cody Barton, no nothing? Yeah. No. No, David they've Mayo, got enough tape to show. Yeah, oh, let him – if, if, when they release David Mayo and not bring him back three weeks later like we've right. done, that we should that's a, we should start the season off as one and zero with that move right there. I, I need yeah. I need a a, a YouTube I, short I, of Trev throwing Miracle Whip in the trash. <laughs> I I, I need I need that yes. in my life. Okay. I need okay. I need that in my life. Uh, mask uh, collector Mayo is not the new Apke. Uh, you can't do that to my mask boy Trev. Mask, uh, Trev has been on the Apke train since he yeah. came to Washington. So I'm gonna that's, follow him uh, wherever he goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be a fan wherever practice squad he lads on.
Hey, never practice in every yeah. season. Hey, Trev, they might kick you out of that UPS yeah. facility though if you're following Apke in there. <laughs> Sorry, I mean you're not allowed in there. It's private property. Uh, I'll wait. It's fine. Yeah. I'll be the ride along. I'll just sit in the van while he goes in there. <laughs> Again, I just want to make sure that we're letting people know if you give us something that mm. might be a little bit off topic, like Bernard did here, we will get to that in the cool down. So keep those coming yeah. as far yeah. as the, that's concerned. Same with Yam and the house bill that was passed. All that's going to happen after we do the Stoners 40. Right now it's lying season. And one of the best things to come out of this, I think, was the Ward Association from the Junkies mm. with Dan Quinn. Sure. Locked on law was hinting at it earlier. And the the big one that stuck out to me was the quarterback stuff. Sure. Uh, in, uh, Ricardo here, Dan Quinn says Hal is tough. I believe they'll keep him as a backup, Ricardo says. And that was the Ward Association that Dan Quinn had with it. And one of the things I loved about this, and kudos to the Junkies, because when you do Word Association, it's rapid fire, right? Mm -hmm. You're not giving the person time to think. So unless they've rehearsed something, mm -hmm. they're going to give you like the just the bare bones idea of what they have. And tough might not be the right word you want to hear if you're Sam Howe or in Sam Howe's camp. I mean, now the Jaden Daniels camp, they got mm -hmm. themselves a, a little bit of a fire kicker here as he used the term game changer with mm -hmm. Jaden Daniels. Mm. lying season or does that really hint that Jaden daniels is pretty high up on their board what what did they do for uh caleb what was that word association dc, DC. <laughs> what is that all well, i mean i didn't even really understand that one uh and drake may was what athletic athletic yeah right, so right. that's that's nothing i mean to me. you're right it was not rehearsed and it was just a rapid fire just threw these things out there. Now, he did pause for a second kind of before each one bef uh, before he gave it. But, you know, like the yeah, first one think was of a word. Terry McLaurin, and it was um, explosive. And mm -hmm. John Allen was uh, – I forgot. It was a real another really good adjective for John yeah, Allen. I'll, I'll bring it up dominant, here. I believe it was dominant. Um, you know, and then they get to those guys, and they were like um, – uh Caleb Williams DC I think it but when he said game changer for Jaden Daniels that really caught my attention yo I mean he didn't say I mean, that about Caleb he didn't say that about Drake May he said game changer and, and that know. did spark my interest and maybe he maybe he uh you know showed his hand a little bit maybe he doesn't have a great poker face when he's talking about I'm looking for a quarterback and Jaden Daniels is a is a game changer. Sounds to me like he's leaning that way. I, I, I agree. I, I think this one actually might actually be lying season. <laughs> really? As much as much as I as much as I think that the junkies did a great job with trying to get Dan Quinn off uh, off on here. The way that he says DC and athletic for Drake May tells me that. He's actually like he's planned something in his head to kind of talk about them, right? Because he doesn't want to have too glowing of a review about them because yeah. then that can tell people tip the hand. Jaden Daniels game changer, which while true, because I do think Jaden Daniels is going to be uh, electric in the NFL. As long as he stays healthy, I know everyone's like, oh, he's too slim and all this. I don't I think that's a bunch of malarkey, but that's a, not a debate for right now. I I think that that one wasn't as offhand as 
Jaden Daniels fans would love for it to be, right? I think that one, I don't think it's a planned thing. I don't think it was, uh, you know, trying to, you know, necessarily blow smoke, but I think that he was a lot more practiced with the first two than he was with Jaden Daniels. So mm. maybe right. it is, maybe it is smoke. May, maybe it is yeah, smoke it to is, try to get but... somebody to come up to try to take Jaden Daniels from uh, the Washington Commanders. You just, you just don't necessarily know. The, the thing about lying season also is what we all kind of have to keep in mind here is, you know, we all have our favorite, right? We have whether it's uh, May or Daniels or, or at this point, JJ McCarthy seems to be moving up. All of it is lying to a certain extent because let's just say the draft was today and Mm -hmm. maybe today Washington takes would take Jaden Daniels, but that can change in a month and they might end up taking Drake may, for example. So take it all as being lying season at this point and that everything that's coming out, agents are putting that out. Um, uh, players are putting it out. Other coaches are putting it. GMs are putting it out there to throw other GMs off the scent a little bit. But just because, for example, if you're a Jaden Daniels guy, right, and they say uh, Jaden Daniels, you know, some rumor comes out that Jaden Daniels is probably going to Washington, don't believe that just because it fits your narrative. That's mm-hmm. going to be you. a lying season as well. Everybody's doing it, yeah, and it'll kind of all come down to that. Last, I mean, we see it every year when we were watching Washington last year and everybody told us that Christian Gonzalez was the guy for Washington. And Washington had chance after chance after chance after chance to take Christian Gonzalez. And they even had the chance to take him, and they still took Emmanuel Forbes. And that's because everyone was telling us that Christian Gonzalez Mm -hmm. was the guy. And then you hear from uh, Ron Rivera later, and they're all like, Emmanuel Forbes is our guy all along. I don't know where this all this right. other information came from. It's all lying season. It's all fun. That's why we love the NFL so much. And we sit here and we we just, you know, take it in it's, day, day after day, after day. If everything was the truth, the offseason would be boring. Right. You would sit there right. Wednesday and be like, really windy outside you think it's gonna be windy tomorrow like <laughs> there's nothing to talk about so lying yeah. is definitely a real thing because it gives keeps the headlines going and keeps the content mm-hmm. yeah. coming With the, the two months going. from the super bowl to draft yeah. just seemed to just take forever, forever. Yeah. i'm like yeah like, i wish it was march 28th instead of february yeah. the draft would be like two weeks away but now we got to go through a whole other month of mock it, draft and, and that's the same with with uh, free agency also yeah. When you see these reports that Indianapolis is probably going to, or they're going to try and keep Michael Pittman around, for example, that report comes out. Mm -hmm. That may be a total lie that somebody is putting out there that maybe is trying to drive up the price or drop the price down, whatever it may be, so that they can swoop in. Maybe it's, I'm just totally throwing it out there, but maybe it's um, the agent for Adam Peters who's putting that information out there so that people will say, okay, well, I'm not going to bother with Michael Pittman so he can swoop in and get Michael Pittman. You just, it's the same with free agents as well. So we just got to take it all with a grain of salt and have fun with it. Don't get mad when, when your guy is um, dissed or your guy is talked bad about or whatever. It's all part of the game and it's a lot of fun. Yeah. The uh, locked on law here with some, uh, 
you know, some maybe insight here, right? When you're, when you're at number two, there's only going to be one player you can't draft. Not much use in playing games because there's, mm-hmm. there's really only Caleb Williams that you're not going after. And now Chicago has a decision to make and they got his, the GM polls got up there and talked a little bit saying that, yeah, he would like this QB situation figured out in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. How about this? As far as lying season, where, where the Chicago bears. And I only mentioned this because Washington, Adam Peters talked about how he learned from trading up for a QB. And mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people are like, okay, so maybe he's going to be risk adverse to that. Or maybe he learned, maybe just don't pay all that money for somebody who's only had one you know, season. Anyways, anyways, yeah, no, no, right. no hate mm-hmm. on, uh, on Lance. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, but, that was challenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the situation though in Chicago is very interesting for yeah. Washington because if they don't trade Justin Fields and they're unable to move that first pick, mm-hmm. Washington could be in a good position here at taking just literally the best QB. What's going on in Chicago? What do you think is going on with Chicago with Poll's comment about wanting this done within the next week or two? Um he came out and said himself he wants to be as clear and as transparent with Justin Fields as he possibly can. Justin Fields went on the St. Brown podcast, said he's tired of the gray area. He wants to know if he's going to be kept or be traded. He just wants to know something. Um, this all could be very calculated, and they end up keeping Justin and trading the number one pick or picking mm-hmm. someone else at number one, like an offensive lineman or something else to build around Justin, and then we get Caleb in our lap. We don't know. Um, and if it is, ma- major kudos to him because he's caught a lot of flack. People are media is saying that this number one draft pick, his job depends on it pretty much because you passed up on some good players last year for some mediocre ones. You have a great shot to go get one. So now it's like a lot of, I mean, I think it's true because why would you go on the air saying you want to do right by your starting quarterback? Whether mm-hmm. in two weeks you say, hey, we're going to keep you and this is what we're going to go in the draft or in two weeks you say, hey, we're going to trade you whatever you want to be clear with the guy you owe him that much respect if you don't do right by that you might be gone sooner than you think no matter how you pick at number one or use that number one pick so they're in a huge pickle huge pickle so mm-hmm. i think he's being transparent with his, his response to the combine like he wants to get something done the next two weeks because the draft is coming and if you yeah. trade you want to draft capital if you want free agents you got to have money to so it's a natural response the next couple of weeks because agency starts in the next couple of weeks and you want to i think they want to go into the free agency period knowing if they have their quarterback or they're going to go get their quarterback well, that, know, can de- de- that could debate their free agency spending yeah and and, and they could be doing the lying mm-hmm. not to justin fields but to the rest to of the us. world oh right? yeah or or yep. maybe they've got somebody in their ear saying Washington is head over here heels for Jaden Daniels, right? Right. So maybe they want to put it out there that hey, this whole Caleb in Chicago, we don't really like him or whatever. Maybe we're gonna go get Jaden Daniels, which would force Washington to possibly then trade up with them, and they can mm-hmm. still fall back to three or two mm-hmm. with Washington and still get their guy and get a whole bunch of draft picks. So it's all a game. Right. And yeah. and they could be totally yeah. upfront and honest with their players, but totally lying to everybody else just to mm-hmm. get the advantage on their side. Because if Washington wants to move to one, 
regardless of who they want, if it's Caleb or if they want to move to one, it's going to cost a lot. Mm -hmm. It's not going to cost a lot as uh, Denver at 12. Now, Denver's going to have a huge ransom because Chicago moving back to 12, you know, you're getting a lesser player at 12 than you are, at, you know, a lot more back. risk in that hey, involved where, they, yeah. where they, they're going to have 11 teams taking potentially yeah. the player mm-hmm. that they wanted, but didn't necessarily want to spend a first pick on. Yeah. I, the yeah. value is going to be up there. Stoner. You're absolutely right. We're talking this year's first next year's first, and probably a couple of other premium picks. Now absolutely. it might not mm-hmm. be like an RG three situation where you're giving up this first next year's first and the th- first after that, because Chicago is guaranteed to get the next best player. Yeah. Uh, but Chicago's best situation in here is to keep this close pocket, make teams kind of unsure where they're going because either they're going to overpay for fields and right. uh, Chicago loves that, or they're going to overpay for the first uh, pick overall. And Chicago is going to love that probably even more as mm. they can build up a, a better team with a lot more first. Yeah. Trading back is unfortunately been on my mind and it's been un- it's frustrating because I've been a little bit tempted to trade back lately, but that's not what we're here um, to talk about. Real Go quick. Ahead, yeah. I know this is a commander show. That's got to be a lot of pressure on Ryan Poles. So Stoner and Nathan, I'll give you both a chance. You're Ryan Poles. What yeah. are you doing? Oh. But the, for like, me, what are you doing? For me, it's very easy. I'm taking Caleb Williams. I'm not taking any chances. I think he's quarterback one A, one, two, three, four, five. I think he's head and shoulders above these other guys personally. Uh, so I'm not even messing around with it. I'm not gonna trade back with two if I think the commanders are um throwing smoke out there that they really want. Jaden Daniels and they're worried that another team wants Jaden. I'm just sitting there. I'm taking Caleb Williams at one. I'm not messing around with it. Yeah, it's going to be hard to pass up on a talent like Caleb Williams. That said, I do think it's very interesting what Chicago has done up to this point. They kept their head coach. They had a strong finish to the season where they started kind of putting together some really good games the players, not that their opinion actually matters, do seem to believe in Justin Fields. And so I think that's why Washington, not Washington, but Chicago, which, by the way, this number one pick isn't even theirs. It's the Carolina Panthers. Mm, I so know. Chicago ended with the ninth pick. So <laughs> Chicago is in a catbird seat here, and I would actually not be surprised to see Chicago trade back. A lot of the talk right now is how they get to reset their QB because uh, Justin Fields is coming up. You're going to have to fifth-year option or sign him long-term to a deal, and that's expensive. Well, I tell you what, if you are if you like him, if you think he's the QB you can win with, then you, yep. do, you, just, you just do that, right? You don't care how much it's going to cost. Uh, just like you mentioned Stoner earlier, the, the Bills GM talking about moving up for Allen, okay? Mm-hmm. Nobody cares how much it costs because it worked out. Mm-hmm. Right. No one, no one gives a darn. Right. And, and mm-hmm. so the same thing for polls here, if he passes up on Caleb Williams, but Justin Fields wins 12 games and becomes a well-polished QB. Yeah. Unless Caleb Williams actually turns into Patrick Mahomes and wins two Super Bowls in like his right. first five years, nobody's going to come back and think about that. If I, Caleb Williams turns into a very good QB, 
mm-hmm. and Justin Fields turns into a very cute, good QB, they're, they're not really going to see that as a, a negative thing for him. I'd be really, really, really surprised if they stuck with Justin Fields at this point. I would give Ryan Poles an Oscar for all the stuff he's saying about mm-hmm. Justin Fields that, you know, we, we're still evaluating. And all. I mean, you've got four years of tape, four years of this guy being in your building. If you don't know if he's your guy at this point, then he's not your guy. So move, move, on, move on from him. And if he... If he really does stick with him and trade back or whatever, I'd be I'd be shocked. I'd say, man, that Ryan Poles, he's a good actor. <laughs> it really didn't have he really hasn't had, I know this is an excuse for a lot of quarterbacks, but he really hasn't had anybody outside of DJ Moore to go to help yeah, him. Mo- Mooney really didn't early. really pan out to yeah, be and what the offensive people line is bad. And Khalil Khalil Kerber, whatever, Herbert, he's nice, but he's not an all pro, but like he's yeah. just so <sighs> It's tough. Do you keep Justin and draft Marvin Harrison Jr. or offensive line number one and let the chips fall after that? Because you yeah, got a number, yeah. number eight. You do. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, if I'm Ryan Poles and my job depended on this, man, that's the the yeah. keeping Eberflus was just, just mouth, it was like just, coming out saying you want to yeah. be. I, I think keeping Eberflus was definitely the one that makes this the most interesting part for that. Mm-hmm. Now, Trev, you actually kind of yes. started talking about all these excuses for Justin Fields, and they sounded yes. strangely familiar because uh, that's the stuff we heard about Sam Howell and Ant mm-hmm. earlier had mentioned. I'd rather oh, keep yeah, Sam yeah. than draft Drake May. Both come from the same school, so why would we want him? I don't like he's. Be- I don't think he's better than Sam and. Here's the thing about any of the QBs that Washington's going to take at the number two pick or in the first round. They're not drafting that player because they are going to be better than Sam Howell year one, okay? they That player may end up and probably could be better than Sam Howell in year one, but they're taking that player with the number two overall pick because of what they'll be better than in the next couple of years, right? Right. So they know that rookies might struggle to adapt to the speed and everything, but if that player is a player who can develop into an Allen who didn't look great, or how about a Peyton Manning uh, who didn't look, you know, particularly great through a lot of interceptions, one in 15, right? They don't care about that season as much as they care about what they can get out of them in future seasons. Mm -hmm. And right now, that's why we're looking at a QB at number two, which QB is going to be another matter. And a lot of the QBs decided not to really participate in the combine, just doing kind of their interviews and no kind of 40s or anything like that. But that's all right. We've got you covered here on Ref the District. Stoner's 40 is coming up here in the cool down. <laughs> you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.